Hello listeners, welcome to the first ever episode of Fast Facts. I'm your host, Karen, and today we're getting into the history of Halloween. So without further ado, how about we just go ahead and get started? Alright, so the history of Halloween. Fast fact number one. The Halloween tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Samhain was basically a festival where people would just light bonfires, they'd wear costumes, basically anything they could do to ward off any ghosts or any unhappy spirits. And this festival actually ranged from October 31st to November 1st. So basically, it's not like the traditional Halloween where it's just one day. It's actually a festival that lasted about two days. and. Halloween gets its roots from this type of ancient festival because it shares the same traits as when people would wear costumes and they would do type of traditional spiritual events to ward off any bad spirits. So yeah, so you can kind of say that Halloween and Samhain are pretty much related in that sense. Uh, Samhain is also a pagan religious festival originating from ancient Celtic spiritual tradition. And if you're wondering what Celtic really means, uh, Celtic is just a type of culture or a type of people who have languages and cultures of Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, etc. Mostly European. And we'll get more to that later about more of the Samhain and more of the ancient religious festival. But yeah, that's fast fact number one. Fast fact number two. Halloween was referred to back then as All Hallows' Eve, and as Allison from the Disney's classic Halloween movie, Hocus Pocus, iconically says, It just so happens that Halloween is based on the ancient feast called All Hallows' Eve. (laughs) It's the one night of the year where the spirits of the dead can return to Earth. And Allison is exactly right. On the night of October 31st, or All Hallows' Eve, they celebrated Samhain, when the boundary between the worlds of the living and the world of the dead become blurred and the ghosts of the dead return to earth. And if we refer back to the origin of witches or warlocks, basically this night, Samhain, was the perfect night for them to kind of manifest their powers, their beliefs, because it was the only night of the year where they celebrated their new year because Samhain to them was actually their spiritual new year. Okay, so then moving on, fast fact number three. And this is more of a fact that I find kind of interesting and very random. So kind of mostly this podcast is going to be that way. So fast fact number three, one quarter of all candy sold in the U.S. Okay, you listening? One quarter of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased just for Halloween. So to give you an estimate, Americans purchase over 20 million pounds of candy a year. So 5 million of that candy is bought solely just for one day, Halloween. If you've ever watched Hocus Pocus and you've seen that scene also as well where Max says that uh, Halloween was invented for the candy companies because that's how they make most of their money, I am starting to be a believer of that because oh my goodness, that's a lot of candy for one day. (laughs) And that'd be a smart strategic marketing move, but I mean, I'm just gonna believe Halloween goes back centuries, so it's more fun that way. All right, so just one more nugget of history. Fast fact number four, 
Halloween came to the U.S. in the mid-19th century, and this is when many Irish and Scottish immigrants migrated to the U.S. and began raising their own families. And while doing so, they would share their colonial Halloween festivities, like telling ghost stories and children participating in mischief-making of all kinds. So mischief-making is the trick part of trick-or-treat, and treat is, of course, the candy or the gifts they would give out. So treat actually originates from the trick portion of trick or treat because families would give out candies and gifts and any offerings they could so they can prevent their house from being, I don't know, egged, being vandalized in any way. So that's where the whole slogan of trick or treat comes from if you'd like to know. So that's kind of like a fun little quick fast fact within a fast fact. All right, so fast fact number five, we should carve turnips, not pumpkins. So jack-o'-lanterns became a Halloween tradition because of a Celtic folktale of a stingy farmer named Jack who would constantly play tricks on the devil. So this might be my favorite fast fact just because this guy, Jack, is like really funny to me and like super bold to be playing tricks on the devil. So these tricks consisted of convincing the devil himself to turn into a coin so Jack could use him to buy drinks at a bar. And the only reason why the devil agreed to this was because Jack promised him that the devil could come back and take his soul the following year. So with that, the devil and Jack made this compromise that Jack could buy a few drinks in exchange for his soul, which I think Jack is not a person you want to be friends with because there's no equivalence in that between drinks and your actual soul, but for Jack it is, so I mean, I guess to each their own. So the following year comes around and the devil's looking for Jack to take his soul. Jack tells the devil that he's on top of the tree waiting for the devil to return, so the devil climbs up the tree. But to the devil's surprise, when he gets up there, Jack is not there. So the devil climbs back down the tree and notices the holy cross carved into the tree, therefore he cannot escape. Jack is on the bottom of the tree, laughing at the devil, thinking he has outwitted the most powerful satanic creature of all, and he makes a bold choice of telling the devil, hey, in 10 years, come back for me, and I promise you there'll be no tricks, nothing at all. So the devil agrees. To Jack's surprise though, he ends up dying before the 10 year mark. So when he goes up to the gates of heaven, and meets God, God tells him that he doesn't want a man of trick up in heaven. Yeah, he actually said that. He doesn't want a trickery type of man to be in heaven's gates. So the devil comes and gets him and responds to this by forcing him to wander purgatory with only a burning lump of coal from hell. Jack accepts his defeat and takes the burning lump of coal and makes a lantern out of it from a turnip, using it to guide his lost soul. And this is where the Jack of the Lantern roots from. So that's basically the story. So with this, Halloween jack-o'-lanterns are meant to be put up on your front porch, in front of your yard, and the reason doing so is to ward off stingy Jack's old spirit or any wandering evil spirits on Halloween night. And for those of you wondering why the heck were they using turnips and potatoes and all other types of vegetables for jack-o'-lanterns? Well, that's because back when Halloween became a tradition in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, all around Europe, those were more available. Those were the native type of vegetables that would be used to be carved as jack-o'-lanterns. As for when Halloween came to America, 
Pumpkins are actually native to the Americas, so they would use those instead since they were more available and a lot easier to harvest during the fall time. Okay, so then fast fact number six where it actually gets more interesting and more spooky-like. Young women believe that on Halloween they could divine the name or the appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple pairings, or even mirrors. They basically, what they did is that they got apple peels, okay? They got apple peels and they would throw them over their shoulders, hoping that the peels would fall on the floor in the shape of their future husband's initials. So basically, women thought that the magic of Halloween could conjure up how they're gonna meet their future lover. So, you single ladies out there, if you want a future boo, that's how you're gonna do it. You're gonna throw apple peels over your shoulders and hopefully your man's initials will pop up. All right, so then another fast fact, number seven, fun fact actually, candy corn was invented by George Reininger, if that's how you pronounce it, an employee at the Wonderlil, Wonderlil, Wonderlil Candy Company, I am horrible at pronouncing things, get used to it, in Philadelphia. So candy corn, I personally do not like candy corn, I mean, literally it looks like chicken feed it's actually based on chicken feed candy corn the origination of how it looks and the colors and the shape it's originated from chicken feed so i guess it's a fast fact within a fast fact so <laughs> the more you know all right so then moving on fast fact number eight the first ever horror movie was when back in 1896 a french man whose name i cannot pronounce so i'm going to insert it here georges Méliès. Or if you want to hear it in a more French pronunciation of man, Georges Méliès. <laughs> I, I can't pronounce anything in French, so for now on, if it's something that's complicatedly hard to pronounce, I'm not going to say it myself because I don't embarrass myself on the internet. So get ready to hear a lot of Google Translate <laughs> translations of things. Okay, moving on. So he wrote one of the first ever horror movies back in 1896, like I said. It was a three minute short film and it was called Les Manoirs des Doubliables, AKA The Haunted Castle. Okay, I said that pretty well. I, I think I need to have more confidence in myself. <laughs> okay, yes, it translates to The Haunted Castle. The film was basically about a impish devil figure running around a castle and tormenting its occupants so just imagine this uh, a creepy you're chilling in your manor in france you know you just moved in it's late at night probably 2 15 a.m you know you're having an, you got up to go get a glass of milk because you can't go to sleep and then you go to the kitchen get your glass of milk as you're coming back you just see this ugly nasty looking little devil literally staring at you from across the manor like you know in a manor there's like two stairwells going up to like the bedrooms yeah like across that like 30 feet entrance you see a devil just staring at you beady eyes a nasty little, little face weird looking body figure staring at you in the middle of the night and as you go back upstairs this little devil just follows you right back up with its crazy little feet. Yeah, I think that would scare the crap out of me. So I would not, I would not watch that film. Not even someone paid me. Not even, well, no, 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 not even someone paid me. I would not watch a film like that because I feel like horror movies back in the day, back in like the 19th century, those were really scary. 
They were creepy, black and white. The production itself on its own was already creepy, so can you imagine on top of that, it's also a horror movie? I looked it up on YouTube because I was very curious to see the visuals of this film, and you can only find clips of it. Um, you can actually find pictures, like picture shots of the film online. Yeah, it's, it's pretty creepy. Um, so if you enjoy stuff like that, go check it out. All right, so fast fact number nine, most popular and watched movies on Halloween of all time. And this is like in the ranges of like October 1st to October 31st. These are the most popular movies watched on TV and any streaming sites like Netflix, Hulu, Showtime, all of that. It is Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I know, right? Crazy. Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween franchise. So this is all the Halloween movies, Michael Myers, is a very, very popular man during this time. Beetlejuice, Nightmare Before Christmas, Friday the 13th movies, all of them, My Boy Freddy, The Addams Family, The Scream movies, and these are the originals, not the ones that came out on MTV because nobody watches those. No offense, I'm just kidding, all jokes here. The Exorcist, The Shining, and Poltergeist. All right, so fast fact number 10, we're gonna to get to the origin of black cats and why many people believe that they are bad luck and they have superstitions against them. So back in the middle ages, people would avoid crossing paths with black cats. And the reason was because they were afraid that witches would often transform into black cats so, so they could avoid detection and as well as just be able to go anywhere without having anyone following them. So then this takes us to our next topic and the topic is of witches. So, a description of a witch, which I found online, of a source of, it's going to be linked in the podcast, is that a stereotypical image of a haggard witch is with a pointy black hat and a warty nose stirring a magical potion in her cauldron. And basically, this image and the facade they give witches is actually originated from a pagan goddess known as the Crone. Who was honored during Samhain. So you remember Samhain, but I mentioned earlier in the podcast, was the new year for witches. And basically on this new year, the veil was at its thinnest between the living and the dead. So that's why witches celebrate it. And on Halloween, you can see a lot of children, a lot of, you know, younger adults <laughs> be dressed up as witches or some variations of witches. And now we fast forward to modern day Halloween. So now Halloween is solely celebrated on the 31st of October and as a day where we all can just dress up and be a different person or ghoul or monster and just express ourselves in that way as well as go trick-or-treating, eat tons and tons of candy, be with friends and family, watch scary horror films or really bad horror films, those are fun to watch, and as well as just have a really good time and take a break and ease from everything else. So there you have it, the fast facts of the history of Halloween. I know it wasn't a very huge segment and a very in-depth segment of the history of Halloween, but this is what fast facts is. It's just random, interesting facts about Halloween. And there's going to be more episodes coming, so stay tuned. Thanks. Bye.